Good morning, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Got two things we're going to talk about today. Um, we're going to talk first about My Adventure with Superman, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories, because I had never finished that game until this week, and I debated doing this as a special episode of uh, Backlog Files, because it, by definition, fits into what Backlog Files was going to be originally, and I might still do that. Um, but, we'll see. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about it, because I played it, I finished it this weekend. I played it over two days, and let's start out with the, the big, you know, the big thing with this. Uh, I, I love the episode of My Adventure with Superman, and I, as I have with every episode so far. I think My Adventure with Superman continues to be one of my favorite animated shows that's currently on TV. Um, I enjoy all the performances, and I think the thing that I really like about this episode is the amount of little references to Superman 2 that I really love, where it's like, you know, her, her drawing on the picture of Superman when she figures out his identity to be like, oh, that's Clark, like, the the glasses on, and then it's like when, you know, Clark going off and doing stuff while she knows and suspects, and he's thinking, he thinks he's playing one over on her. Is really funny. I also like that they kept Lois, who's supposed to be like this, you know, genius reporter, and they had her figure it out this early. I do think that really helps her character, um, and it shows that she's a good reporter. Um, and then I think the thing too, where it's like she, to prove that he's Superman, jumps out the window, and I'm like, oh, that's what happened in Superman too as well. And I, I just really appreciate all of that. Uh, it feels very nice, and, and, and I and I appreciate this, and I'm looking forward to where this goes in the finale, um, and, and yeah, and, and Jimmy's little subplot this episode is really funny, where he ends up tagging along with the ace reporter, um, he's really funny, I, I, I love Jimmy in this support, the way they have him in this supporting role, um, he, he's really good, he's really good in this, this little, like, you know, he's kind of comic relief, and it just feels authentically Jimmy Olsen to have him in this role and have it work the way it does. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, and that's the other reason why I wanted to do Melody of Memories here, so this is going to be a very short episode, because these episodes are so short. Um, and what happened was, I, I was going through my Switch games, and I was like, I really got to start playing down my Switch library, because I have this bad habit of buying games, playing them, or buying them and then never playing them. And they just sitting there, and then I buy more games, and those preempt, and I just never play down the, the backlog, and, which is kind of where the backlog files came from, looking at my Steam library and being like, I haven't played a fair amount of these, um, so, what I decided to try first was Melody of Memory, because I have a, a bunch that I gotta play through, um, so, Kingdom Hearts is a weird franchise, it is Final Fantasy characters, it is Disney characters, it is all kinds of weird bullshit, it is consistently retconning itself to fit stuff in, and it's just kind of a mess in terms of continuity. It's across 17 different systems, there are 45 games, it, it, it's just, it is unruly. Uh, and that, that's all hyperbole, I understand. Um, there's a mobile game that's apparently integral to the plot, um... Which is what made me, you know, go in. And, and good for them. I'll, I'll give Square this. Um, at least. Um, the, when they pulled the online, like, when, when they end of end of life, um, Unchained, and Dark Fate, or whatever it is. Dark Fate was a Terminator movie. Um, 
those those two mobile games, rather than just end of lifing them and then never being able to play, they put them up as free to play and uh, took out the microtransactions as an offline game. And good for them for doing that because that will make it. I mean, I'm going to play through it now because the the idea of having to play Kingdom Hearts game number one in episodes, number two as a as a live service game, it was like, oh fuck this, I'm not doing that. But to do it this way, where it's all offline now, I'll play it now. Um, that way I can just sit down and play through it while I'm sitting on the couch, um, or on my lunch break or something. And I think that was a smart decision for them. On top of that, they did a, uh, you know, regardless. Um, and I realized, I realized too, when I played this, I never played Remind, the DLC for 3. So, I may end up buying 3 for my computer and playing through that. Um, or just, I have a PlayStation 4, fuck it, I'll play it there. Anyway... Um, I got paid. Well, it, it's actually probably cheaper for me to buy. Like, I don't know how much Remind is, but I seem to recall it was like twenty nine ninety nine. I could probably buy Kingdom Hearts three with the DLC for twenty on Epic Games. Um, if the because the edition I have is one point five two point five um, for PC. Um, I've been and really that's what sparked because I was playing through two because I I think that. To this day, I will say 2 is the best game in the franchise. Um, I really didn't care for 3. Um, and we still have the review up of 3 if you want to hear that. Um, I really didn't care for... Um, what was it? For uh, most of the spin-offs. I like Birth by Sleep. But I think that's kind of the baseline that everyone likes. Um, and, and this game, Melody of Memories, may be the worst Kingdom Hearts game. Excluding that Verizon one. For the Verizon mobile phones back in the early 2000s, um, this might be the the single worst Kingdom Hearts game, um, bar none. And I don't say that lightly. I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm, I, it's a game where it's like, look, there are some spinoffs that have questionable game mechanics that I will still go back and play. Like I have my my DS copy of Recoded, and I will go back and play that. I have my DS copy of 358 over two days. Um, I have my, uh, what's it called? I have my, my, my PSP copy of, of Birth by Sleep. I have, I think I have all the games in some form or another, um, playable at this point. And the only one that I don't see myself ever going back to and playing is Melody of Memories. And I think that that reason is twofold. Number one, I I don't mind... I'm not one of the people who hates rhythm games. Let's just get that out of the way. I don't hate a rhythm game. I think that a rhythm game can work uh, very well within the confines of what they're trying to do. Um, and for what this game is, I think a rhythm game is a good way to do that. Um, especially once you get to the end with the reveal. I'm not going to do a, a backlog files for this stuff as I do it here. Um, especially when you get to the end of the game where um, I don't remember the character's name once I get rid of the uh, once I get rid of the X and they turn human again. Um, Zexion is restoring memories to Kyrie using what's it called? Using the uh, you know, using the music. That's what that is. I think that that works. Um, that said, it's not a good excuse 
to make me play through all the games. Not play through all the games, but like watch cutscenes of all the games while we go through the music. If you like Kingdom Hearts music, the game is great. And one of the things that always caught me off guard was not just the music, I love the music of Kingdom Hearts. Um, or not, not how much I remembered of the music for Kingdom Hearts either. Um, but the when you go through the visuals of everywhere you go, the 3D environments of everywhere you go, is just so beautiful that it's like, all right, great, love it, moving on. Um, but the issue is, until you get to the very end of the game, and when I say very end, I mean after the final boss, or leading up to the final boss, you are not doing anything new. Everything you're doing up until that point is playing through the story of the past games. So I think there is a use case for this, don't get me wrong. I think if you're someone who wants to try Kingdom Hearts, and wants to try getting into Kingdom Hearts, and wants to, you know, get caught up in the story before 4, this game definitely has a use case. Or, not even 4, if they do another spin-off, because that was a thing, it's like, you get to the end, and it wasn't Reconnect, it was another name, but I'm like, fuck you, I've, I've seen this movie before, I know what this is, where, you know, it, it's, you know, they, they did reconnect for, like, the seven games that came out between two and three, and it's, like, just trying to get you to get, get you to get your attention until then. There's another name for it, I didn't quite catch it, I tried the screenshot, but I didn't think to do it until it was too late, and I was like, fuck this. Um, but it's like, you know what they're doing, and it's, alright, whatever. Um, so I, I watched this, you know, I, I play through this game, and I look at you know everything in it and was like this is this was it and look I didn't pay full retail I think it retailed for 40 uh, or it retailed for 50 but I, it didn't retail for full 60 but I don't think it retailed for less than less than 50 for less for more than 40 uh, for less than 40 um, and I remember being like I'm not gonna buy it now because I'm not gonna pay full price for this it'll be marked down within six months I'm not super gung-ho about a rhythm game based on Kingdom Hearts, even though I don't hate rhythm games. Um, the idea of playing a rhythm game from Kingdom Hearts didn't exactly pique my interest, so I didn't pay the full amount. But look, for the game to be what the game is, um, I beat it in nine hours. Um, and that wasn't me mainlining it just to get through the story. That was me fucking around and doing a bunch of shit I didn't have to do to continue, because I, I didn't test it, but I'm fairly certain that, like, when you get to a, a certain point past two, there are, there's a diverging path you can go birth by sleep or, um, or 3Ds as your, as your story, and I'm fairly certain you don't have to do both, you can only do, you only have to do one, um, so, like, that would have cut off a bunch of time, um, and you don't have to do Chain of Memories, Chain of Memories is completely optional, which is weird, considering... Chain of Memories is optional, but 358 isn't. Um, and, and Chain of Memories is a mainline game, quote-unquote, even between 1 and 2, with Sora. Like, 358 and Coded are both mandatory. Um, but Chain of Memories isn't. As is Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep also being, um, is also mandatory, and so is part of, uh, 0.2. A fragmentary passage. Um, 
But look, I just want to see where this goes next. And, and that's the issue, is that when you get to the end and it's just, oh, they were restoring Kyrie's memories and now we're gonna progress the story the smallest amount toward where we're going next, where it's like, okay, so we have all of these realms. We have, you know, in our in our world that we can access, we have the realm of light, the realm of darkness, the realm in between where there's nothing um, except for the things that exist as nothing, which, okay, sure. Uh, there is the realm, like, the, the realm of the dreaming, the realm of um, the data realm, and I feel like there's another one that I'm forgetting. Uh, I, I think memory might be another one. Um, either way, all those things are accessible in their world, in, in, the, in the base world. Uh, but on the other side of that coin, there's another world, um, which Diz or Ansem calls the world of, uh, the world of fiction. And I'm like, you're in the world of fiction. Like, this, this isn't a documentary. Like, okay, whatever. Um, but look, I, 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 I... I get what they're going for, but, like, now are the worlds going to be works of fiction within those worlds in 4? Because that's kind of where I am now, because we know the base world that Sora is in is featured in 3. The base world that Sora is, is in, 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 that, in that first trailer, which, by the way, that first trailer we saw with Sora fighting something in, uh, um, in that Tokyo-like city, like... That place where Sora is and that whole trailer for 4 looks kind of like a, what's it called? Kind of like a, a, a style of, uh, what's it called? Um, the, that first initial trailer for 3 that we got at E3 almost a decade ago at this point. Um, so we got a ways away until 4 comes out. Um, but I, look, I, 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 here's the thing. It's been... When did 3 come out? 3 came out in 2019, 2018. It was pre-pandemic. Um, which means that if this game came out in 2020, I, would, I think it would be early 2020 or early 2021. It's been a while since we had a new game. Um, and I would wonder if we're going to get another announcement, maybe at the Nintendo Direct, for another uh, Switch exclusive. Um, because historically, Kingdom Hearts and Nintendo have gone together very well. In the same way that we talk about Kingdom Hearts and, and Sony, because it started out as a PlayStation exclusive, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, 3 with multi-platform. But uh, just as much, if not more, there are more exclusives on Nintendo consoles than there are on Sony consoles. Because um, Chain of Memories was a Game Boy game, which was Game Boy Advance. Um, what was the other really big one that came out? Um, the, um, 358 was for DS. Um, 3Ds, obviously, 3DS. Um, and then there was, uh, what's it called? And then, uh, Recoded. Coded was a mobile game that eventually went to the DS. Um, as a DS exclusive for consoles. And it's not anything new that these games are, are, are there. But I would not be surprised if allegedly we have a Nintendo Direct coming in, in September. We have a Pokemon Presents coming allegedly next week. Um, but we have a Nintendo Direct coming next, uh, what's it called, this September allegedly. Um, which would mirror last year where it's, oh my god, it's been almost a year since Tears of the Kingdom got its title. Um, 
And if that's happening and we're getting another Nintendo Direct in September, I would not be surprised if we had another Kingdom Hearts title announced there. Um, even if it is multi-platform and they go like, oh, okay, well, it's going to be on, on multiple, but it's going to also be on Switch. Um, I think that's a possibility. Um, or they do like 3Ds, where it's like, look, we have a Switch 2 coming. Here's a Kingdom Hearts game that's going to be on the Switch 2. Um, but look, I think that it's been a while. And I don't think that these they have just one Kingdom Hearts game in development at any given point. Especially the way this game ends. Especially with this game ending with that, you know, the ending scene having that. It, it's, you know, uh, like, I, I don't remember what the exact phrase was. But the way it popped up on screen, it was the same way at the end of all of the inter ones between um, 2 and 3. All ended with reconnect. Um, it was kind of, it was like that, the way it popped up. So, I think there are more in development, and we just haven't seen them yet. Um, but yeah, we'll wrap up there for today. Uh, tomorrow I think we'll do the catch-up with, uh, Star Trek, maybe, if I feel up to watching three episodes tonight. Um, and then what was the other one we had coming up? Um, I think there was something else. Oh, Wednesday we have, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Mutant Mayhem. Friday we have the Meg 2, the Trench. So I gotta watch the Meg 1 at some point this week. Um, I've never seen that movie. And, uh, yeah. We'll wrap up there for today. So until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.